0: Hey guys, it's is Brandon Wilson. from Brandon's World. Once again, popping in here. So yesterday, we did the WrestleMania Saturday preview. This is continuing from that preview. You are now going to be listening to my WrestleMania Sunday preview. Once again, just like yesterday's podcast, all the songs you hear in the background are former WrestleMania theme songs. Hope you guys enjoy. Hope you guys enjoy the Hall of Fame tonight. Seeing The Undertaker and many other legends inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. Enjoy your weekend. And we'll be back here reviewing the show on Monday. Now let's get to that WrestleMania Sunday preview. Now folks, we are back. It is the next day here. Let's get set to preview WrestleMania Sunday. We got seven matches on the docket. Without further ado, let's get started because we know the main event of WrestleMania: Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns, champion versus champion, title unification, the biggest match in the history of the most stupendous WrestleMania history. Which means, what it's off this show? And I've been going back and forth on this. They could do Ed McAfee versus Austin Theory. They could do Sami Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville. But I think they want to save those matches for a little bit later in the card. I think for back-to-back years, Randy Orton kicks off WrestleMania Sunday, and we get RK Bro versus The Alpha Academy versus The Street Profits in a triple threat match for the Raw Tag Team Title. And I've been saying. For the last year, I felt like that RK Throw was going to break up around the Royal Rumble and Randy Orton was going to be the heel and it was going to be Riddle's big moment going over Randy Orton here in Dallas, Texas, AT&T Stadium, Series World, WrestleMania 38. That did not happen because RK-Bro is so popular, and WWE is really running out of tag teams at this point because a lot of tag teams have broken up. I think that they have realized that RK-Bro needs to stay together for at least a little bit longer, and again, they're so over with the crowd. Maybe, you know, i would seen a lot of things from out there that Ray Orton, and Riddle headlined SummerSlam potentially for the WWE Championship, and I could see that happening. But, here we go, man. Arc, A, Bro, Alpha Academy, Street Profits, all three of these tag teams. We already saw what Arc, A, Bro, Alpha Academy, Seth Rollins, and Kevin Owens can do about a month ago on Monday Night Raw. Imagine what's going to happen when you replace Seth and KO with two amazing individuals in Montez Ford and Angelo Dawkins i think this match has potential to be one of the best matches throughout the show especially on wrestlemania sunday i do think that rk pro retains the titles and hangs on for a little bit longer it was curious to me that chad gable and otis missed monday night raw now i am recording this on a tuesday so we may know more information about albacanony by the time this gets out on friday just to let you know but i think that these three teams are going to throw down phenomenally at wrestlemania sunday now up next this slot to me needs to go to bobby and last and Amos. this will either go in front two or slot six i don't think it makes sense to have these two guys go at it right before the big main event with brock and roman so i'll put them in slot two it's interesting, right, because we saw Bobby Lashley knock down Omas for the first time ever this past Monday on Raw. I think Lashley is going to go over, and I do think he is going to defeat Omas and end Omos his first loss in singles competition, but I am not ready to see it. Almost to me, is such a dominating figure. I think it would be a lot better for Omas if he just manhandles Bobby Lashley on this big push. As they set up Amos, I believe Amos can be a future main event star in this business. He's 7'3", he's 400 pounds, he can do everything, he's agile, he's mobile, I love me some Amos. And you look at Amos' hands, compared to Bobby Lashley's head, and Bobby Lashley is no small dude. That is a scary sight to see when you have Amos basically craning the skull of the Almighty. If Amos dominates Lashley at WrestleMania like I think he could, there is big things in store for Amos, but I think that signs are telling here with Lashley, 99 Amos on Raw, I think Lashley ends up delivering a spear to Amos and picks up the victory, what I would do would have Lashley deliver a spear to Amos, and Amos kicks out at one and dominates Lashley the rest of the way. Okay, so we have that. Now, this is very interesting, because you take a look at this card. In my opinion, as I, as I already said, I think the Raw Tag Team Championships, you can RK Pro, Alpha Academy, and the Street Profits kick off the show. We know that Frog and Roman are main eventing this show. I'll put y and Amos in slot 2, and I'll put the Women's State 4-Way, which we'll get to in a little bit in slot 6. So that leads slots 3, 4, and 5. For Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory, AJ Styles versus Edge, and Sami Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville. And, and in anything goes like a match, I think they want to save Sami Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville for after AJ Styles and Edge because I don't think they want to put the two Quantico celebrity matches. No, i don't think pat McAfee is necessarily a celebrity we saw him compete in nxt with adam cole and the undisputed era i don't think you want to put those two matches back to back which means i think that pat and theory go first before aj styles and Edge. so Pat McAfee versus austin theory will be up next and this feud has been entertaining simply because Austin Theory is a great heel alongside Mr. McMahon. As we all know, Theory is the guy that stole the egg. And because of that, he's been the protege of The Boss ever since. We know how much Pat McAfee and the boys adore The Boss himself. And Austin Theory's been acting like a little punk lately, getting great heel reaction. Pat McAbee, well, Pat McAfee will get here to whatever building he goes to. And I'm here to say... This match will exceed all expectations. I think Ed McAvee is going to bust down some moves we've never seen before. I think these two are going to fly around the ring, take a lot of bumps. I think McAvee and theory are going to take a lot of pride in this. In my opinion, there's no way that Ed McAvee loses this match. I think it's going to be a selling point. We all know that EMS WrestleMania Monday was trending number one on Twitter Monday, which I think WWE views. Pat McAvee as a big draw. I think Vince sees the value in McAvee. I think this is going to be a hell of a match. And I think Pat McAvee goes over here. The question is whether or not Michael Cole or Vince McMahon get involved, which I think that there is a possibility of doing so for either man. If I you guys is more than likely Vince gets involved, like Pat McAfee said on Monday on his show, who knows, maybe Michael Cole turns on him. That would be something, wouldn't it? All right, enough with the jokes. Moving on. Slot number four here. AJ Styles, the Rated R Superstar, the new Ed, the man that we have a new intro for this podcast that you guys heard today. You think you know me? Heh <laughs> heh You never did. That man, the new Edge, not the Edge that let Roman Reigns walk on him, not the Edge that let Seth Rollins walk on him, not the Ed. They almost want the Miz to beat him and his wife at the Royal Rumble. Not that Edge. This Edge is different. This Edge is one of the new people in AJ Styles. This is a match of Edge and AJ Styles have both acknowledged on multiple occasions. The wrestling world is waiting to see. And unlike AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura at WrestleMania 34, with a lot of the people outside of me, because again, outside of Rick Blues, I never thought that Shinsuke Nakamura was that entertaining, but a lot of people were waiting and anticipating for that match on the greatest stage of them all for the WWE Championship, I think AJ Styles and Edge are going to put on a clinic. minute i said the word phenomenal which we all know is a, it's a sketch phrase i said it a lot today so i don't want to say it again but these two men are going to put on a 25 to 30 minute i believe classic wrestling match this match may go down as one of these best wrestlemania matches of all time i am here to say that I think these two will get the crowd invested. I think there's going to be some people in the audience that will fear the way that our superstar Edge is being the heel, which is why I think they're trying to change Edge's presentation because they know that somebody has to be the heel in his field and Edge is better at working the heel than he is a baby face. They're going to try to get Edge some compete with this new character change. But it's not going to work because this match is going to be fantastic. It is going to be, as AJ Styles would say, phenomenal. My big question here is at the end of this match, does Edge go back to being Metal Angus? Does Edge go back to being the ultimate opportunist, the master manipulator, the rated R superstar? Or does he stay as this new kind of darker character? I think only time will tell it's certainly possible that this could be only a different kind of side of him as his new theme song says by Ultra Bridge the other side. I think that this other side of him could only last for this match. You know it's going to be something that we go back on in history and say oh yeah remember when Edge did this. Yes, we absolutely do, and I think, again, these two, I cannot wait to sit back and watch my favorite wrestler of all time, the regular Superstar Edge, and one of my favorites of all time, AJ Styles, it is a dream match of mine, it is a dream match of many in the WWE Universe, and it is going to finally cover Edge. At WrestleMania 38, who knows? Maybe they do a spot where AJ Styles goes from a phenomenal form into a sphere. AJ Styles kicks out at two, which would be just, oh my god, a dream spot. I do think that Styles, with the Styles class, picks up the victory. Man. So, as I said, after that fantastic contest, I think you need a little bit of a cooldown, and that cooldown could be in the form of Johnny Knoxville anything goes johnny knoxville sammy zane i think the stars of jackass come out and i think sammy zane gets his ass kicked and sammy has done a great job of selling this view where it's johnny knoxville leaking out his phone number and sammy Zayn posting thousands and thousands of X and calls every single day i think it's been really fun to witness and i'm excited man because i think johnny knoxville a lot like logan paul and a lot of people are hating on this but i think johnny knoxville really wants to do this i think he really wants to mix it up in the squad circle and i think that the anything goes stipulation favors johnny Knoxville's style where he can use weapons he can jump off of the ring apron onto the outside and do a whole bunch of crazy stunts and again the cast of jackass forever which WWE has partnered with, can get involved. And I think this is going to be a really fun, fantastic match. Sami Zayn's been doing great as a heel. He's one of those underrated workers currently in WWE. And again, as much as you people want to complain about Sami Zayn and Johnny Knoxville getting a spot on WrestleMania over your boys, Finn Bauer, Ricochet, Damian Priest, you know these guys, the fact of the matter is, Johnny Knoxville gets a reaction, he gets cheer. Pat McAfee gets a reaction, he gets cheered. Logan Paul gets a reaction, he gets booed. There are certain guys that are getting loud cheers and loud boos. They are doing their part, which I can argue Ricochet is not getting that reaction. Ben Bauer is not getting the reaction that Logan Paul, Johnny Knoxville, Pat McAvee are getting. And it doesn't matter if you are cheered or booed. If you are getting a reaction, you're doing your job. A lot like, and we talked about this yesterday, Happy Orvin is doing his job as a heel. He's one of the best heels in the business. We all want to see him get his ass kicked. By Drew McIntyre at Wrestlemania. Why? Because he's one of the best heels, as I just mentioned. Again, though, I think this match is going to be a lot of fun. Imagine, I honestly don't care who the winner is, I think needs to go on right before the big main event. That would be the Women's Tag Team title match. You got Naomi, Sasha Banks, Carmella, Zelina Vega, who of course are the champs. That Aya and Santa Baszler and Rio Ripley and Wave Morgan. My hope than that uh, Naomi and Sasha Banks win this match. Maybe they do something different with the Women's Tag Team Championships. We saw how much Sasha Banks and Bayley lifted the Women's Tag Team Championships during the early performance center days. In early 2020, when the pandemic first started, Carmella and Zelina Vega have really done nothing with, with those Women's Tag Team Championships. They are an afterthought. Most of these teams were just coming up with on the fly because WWE realized the Women's Tag Team Championships do need to be defended at the showcase of the Immortals. And again, I think that this will be a fun match because you got eight good workers in there. But we'll see if Naomi and Sasha Banks or whoever walks out of there with those Women's Tag Team Championships do something different with them because they are really an afterthought right now, even more, in my opinion, than the 24-7 Championship on WWE Television. So again, we have waited four years, essentially, since WrestleMania 34 for this. It is the main event of Wrestlemania Sunday The match of Wrestlemania 38 The most stupendous Wrestlemania in history You have Charlotte Flair Versus Ronda Rousey You have Bianca Valera versus Becky Lynch You have Stone Cold versus Kevin Owens You have AJ Styles versus Edge You have Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory But the match we've all Been waiting for The WWE Champion, Brock Lesnar, who returned at SummerSlam this past year, taking on the Tribal Chief, the head of the table, the man who is closing in on 600 days as Universal Champion, the man who on WrestleMania Sunday is going to take part in his sixth main event in WrestleMania only one behind triple h and two behind hulk hogan for the most main events in wrestlemania history the man has already passed john cena with five who had five wrestlemania main events this man with paul amon by his side is known as roman reigns and roman reigns said it this as monday on raw wrestlemania 31 him and brock went toe to toe And even though Seth Rollins cashed in his money in the bank that night in the heist of the the century, Roman wasn't ready that night. He was just a young pup. And then at WrestleMania 34, when Roman thought he was ready to dethrone the beast, Brock Lesnar made him bleed. And Brock Lesnar gave him six F5s and put him down. And that night, Roman Reigns embarrassed his Anita family. A family, just like the Rhodes family, with wrestling lineage. And now, here we are, and Roman and Brock, two different species. This time, Roman Reigns is not the big dog. He is, as I mentioned, the head of the table, the tribal chief. He is with Paul Heyman, who Roman Reigns has turned from an advocate to a special consul. Now, Paul Heyman, in this whole eight-month ordeal, tried to screw over Roman Reigns. Paul Heyman tried to say that Roman Reigns wasn't ready for the Beast Incarnate, but at the Royal Rumble, after Brock Lesnar did not win the WWE Championship, did not defend it correctly against Bobby Lashley because of Roman Reigns, after Roman Reigns successfully defended the Universal Championship against Seth Rollins, Paul Heyman realized Roman Reigns is ready for Brock Lesnar. Roman Reigns is his new Beast. Not Brock Lesnar, Brock Lesnar may be an ass kicker, but Brock Lesnar is no Roman Reigns this is the biggest match in WrestleMania history because it is title for title because it is Brock Roman free at WrestleMania because Brock Wesner is trying to get revenge for what happened at Crown Jewel when the referee was knocked out and Roman Reigns hit Brock Wesner with the Universal Championship to retain the championship after Paul Amon seemingly trying to throw the championship to both men Paul Amon all he really wanted was for Brock Lesnar to be WWE Champion on Raw, for Roman Reigns to be Universal Champion on SmackDown, for him to manage both superstars, for him to be Wesner's advocate, and for him to be Reigns' special counsel. And it just didn't work out that way, because Roman Reigns is the guy, and we're about to see if he is the guy at WrestleMania 38. My head says Roman Reigns will retain. My heart says I want Brock Lesnar to be the undisputed WWE Universal Champion because I think it may be time. Because if not Brock Lesnar, who is going to take out the Tribal Chief, I have no idea. But I cannot wait for this. And if The Rock shows up at the end of WrestleMania 38 to either one cost Roman Reigns the championship or appear after Roman Reigns defeats Brock Lesnar to set up that WrestleMania 39 encounter, that's how you create buzz. And that's how WrestleMania 38 should go off the air. Alright, so that'll do it again for our two WrestleMania previews. Already read the WrestleMania Thursday, or WrestleMania Saturday on Thursday. This was WrestleMania Sunday on Friday. I'm starting to get my words so mixed up today. I hope you enjoyed, you know, the two previews. We went back with a bunch of different WrestleMania theme songs in the background. In case you were wondering, that was the music playing in the background. Again, a bunch of different WrestleMania theme songs. I hope you guys enjoyed these WrestleMania previews over the last couple days as we get set for the most serious WrestleMania in history, and I'm looking forward to recapping the whole show with you on Monday. Until then, enjoy, sit back, relax, have a good time with friends and family. We'll see you then. Peace.